Our guest today is Marco Mikkelsen, who is the chair of the Estonian Parliamentary Committee on Foreign Affairs. He's speaking at an event in Dublin today, which will discuss the future of Irish defence. I'm John Mooney, and welcome to The Dark State. Marco, could I welcome you to the podcast? So we're going to discuss Irish security and defence. What is your interest in this issue? Thank you very much for uh, having me uh, in your podcast. And uh, this is something what uh, we all should be thinking today uh, about when, with, what kind of world we, we live in. And uh, never mind where is our nation geographical location here in Ireland or Estonia next to Russia. Uh, we have so many and very complicated uh, international security defense challenges as a uh, democratic nations. And this is why it is extremely important today uh, to share uh, the first and foremost understanding uh, what is going on and how we as, for instance, partners within the European Union uh, can do uh, more uh, to defend uh, us, our democratic uh, value space, uh, uh, investing into defense, but also sharing uh, competencies, sharing information, sharing understanding, and sharing also the tools how to uh, confront those uh, challenges. And this is uh, why I'm here in Dublin, and I'm looking forward to, to have very interesting discussions here. And indeed, it should be noted that Estonia has become a world leader in cybersecurity and cyber defence uh, through its wor- now world famous uh, centre of excellence in Tallinn. Yes, we actually uh, we uh, established this centre, a centre of excellence of of NATO for cybersecurity. Right after the major event we uh, went through in two thousand seven when uh, Estonia's first time ever as one nation was attacked uh, in cyberspace uh, and our reaction was very, very quick. We understood that while Estonia has developed its infrastructure in cyberspace extensively, Estonia is known internationally as a uh, world-leading nation using internet uh, and cyberspace for public and private, uh, uh, you know, uh, applications. Uh, Estonia is still the only country in the world where uh, people have opportunity to, to cast a vote on national or local elections through internet. And uh, this is what we have done since 2005. Um, so, obviously, this was uh, very important for our government uh, to establish cybersecurity strategy I- immediately after this event and uh, to, of course, to look for international cooperation because cyberspace is international space. It's, you, know, you have to work together uh, with our partners in order to uh, uh, safeguard uh, both your private and uh, public uh, domains. Exactly. So we'll come to these issues a little bit later. Could I ask you about Ireland? Ireland has little or no defence capabilities. Do you believe this has become a problem to European security? 
No, I don't think that uh, this uh, became sort of a problem for European security. Every nation has a sovereign right to decide about uh, both uh, being aligned or non-aligned or, uh, you know, how to handle uh, those challenges each nation perhaps sees as with what kind of priorities you have. So it's, 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 it's up to... Yeah, uh, you know, uh, partners together to decide, and as uh, European Union in March uh, uh, decided to to adopt uh, a European strategy, uh, strategic compass uh, that tells uh, us that uh, as we are all partners in the United in the European Union, uh, we have to tackle together. Uh, multiple different challenges from the very same cyberspace to uh, really serious existential con uh, conventional threat uh, what Russia is posing not only on neighboring countries like Estonia but uh, to entire European security architecture I must argue that uh, the peace time is over Europe is in war or at war right now and uh, these Paddles what we see this uh, the war uh, launched by by Russia against Ukraine today. We never have seen since the end of World War Two, and we have to be very very serious to uh, uh, to deal with this issue and to safeguard our own uh, territorial integrity and and also as I said earlier, we as partners Estonia, Ireland, and others, we have to really. Uh, take serious look at how do we can defend our democratic uh, societies within as well because this includes this kind of threats uh, set includes also hybrid disinformation and other tools what uh, adversaries can use against us so this is very important that that in Dublin in, in, in Ireland actually the debate about security and defense is 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 getting more active uh, i see it i met your minister of foreign affairs last week in in tallinn and uh, he was there also to to get to the better understanding of our knowledge of of uh, how to how to tackle those challenges so i know russia poses a significant threat to estonia and it has russia has engaged in hybrid attacks on estonia can you explain to the listeners the type of problems that your government has encountered as a result of this you know the the security challenge posed by by russia of course for for neighboring countries like estonia has been present for many, not only many decades, but uh, centuries. So this is in, in our general DNA to be uh, not only skeptical, but very awake, uh, knowing that unfortunately our eastern neighbor, uh, which predominantly is imperial power and uh, authoritarian, Nowadays, even more totalitarian, and some analysts like Timothy Schneider calls Russia fascist state, which poses uh, incredible threat to to all of us right now. Because what we see, what kind of methods they use in uh, Ukraine, which is more or less like genocidal 
uh, war, uh, war for extermination of entire nation in in uh, in Ukraine. It's, uh, it's something what uh, really should keep us all very very much in alert. But what Estonia has done. We learned our lesson from the history. World War II was very painful and traumatic uh, page in our history where we lost our independence, what we gained in 1918. We lost it uh, during World War II and then Soviet army came in in 1944. It wasn't liberation for us. It was just continuation, occupation till 1991. So when we regained our independence in 1991, we all decided that we have to make sure that we never be alone again. Neutrality, what Estonia had prior to World War II, didn't help us as a small nation and uh, this geostrategic location like in neighboring Croatia. So, um, and uh, ever since the early 90s, we our foreign security policy directional kind of uh, priorities were connected to become member of uh, both the EU and, and NATO. And so in 2004, we managed to to be adopted as a full members of, of both organizations. So Estonia has worked very closely with partners and allies to bolster our both defense security. Uh, we invest ourselves uh, a lot to uh, defense uh, uh, sector. We put 2.7% of GDP at the moment uh, for our defense budget. And uh, but still, nevertheless, uh, we have a high sort of uh, uh, input into the defense. We, we, as a small country, we need, of course, help of ours as well. And this is why NATO uh, is so important and so essential for us as a one of the cornerstones of our stability and peace in our region. And. Uh, and you see what, what has happened recently in, in Northern Europe when uh, people in Sweden and Finland made uh, the crucial decision, a historic decision to, to really uh, push their governments to also turn to, toward NATO. And now we are in the process of uh, accepting their membership soon. Has NATO membership been really important for Estonia? Is it something that... You know, is there a debate about this, whether this has been a good idea, whether it has attracted uh, sort of the wrong type of attention, or has it generally been accepted and welcomed by the Estonian people? Yeah, absolutely. This has been uh, overwhelming support uh, prior to our membership and and uh, uh, after and I, I think that uh, this is the best thing what ever happened with Estonia, that we became members of NATO at the right time. Uh, and um, this has made our nation stronger and self-confident. While the NATO has proved uh, as organization that it, this is the best defense alliance of democratic nations uh, since the end of World War II, and... Uh, you know, never during these 70 plus years of existence of uh, NATO alliance, uh, nobody tried to uh, even uh, uh, prove that is this Article 5, one for all and all for one, 
works or not uh, and uh, and this is something what uh, we really take uh, extremely seriously and uh, we uh, of course uh, we are not only consumers of um, uh, security but we provide also actively our own uh, knowledge and our own soldiers for international missions and uh, and also within NATO we work hard to deter every possible threat we might have on our borders. How did Estonia put in place the systems to protect itself in both the real and the virtual world? Again, uh, I myself, uh, by education, I'm a historian and uh, it's uh, very easy in a way uh, for Estonians. For us, history is very close. We, we understand what it means to uh, lose freedom, how costly it is, uh, and uh, how uh, war forfeits to to safeguard these freedoms, what we uh, our our people enjoy already uh, more than thirty years now after the collapse of Soviet Empire, and this is why uh, the question of um, foreign security, defense policy, always enjoyed strong political consensus in Estonia. And uh, as I told you, one of her priorities from very, very early stages of after regaining of independence in 1991 uh, was to uh, become allied member of, of, of NATO, uh, to build very strong uh, um, relationship with, uh, with friends in Europe, in Northern America, the United States uh, are a very important partner of ours. Uh, and this is why Estonia is very strongly transatlantic nation. We, we understand that in, in this world, in a complicated world, we, we have to build very strong bridge between Europe and, uh, and Northern America. Uh, but also uh, in a virtual uh, sphere and domain, uh, in in a cyberspace, uh, as I told you, uh, Estonia uh, early on um, had a uh, experience of what it means if uh, your inf- uh, the digital infrastructure is attacked and uh, disturbed, and, and and this is why, uh, as a small nation, of course, we were able quickly to learn a lesson and uh, to adopt with the new realities. And, uh, and of course, as, as we have several thousand services available, uh, both in private and pub- public uh, domain uh, through Internet, uh, we have to safeguard uh, this space as well. And Estonia, together with our allies and partners, uh, we have managed to, um, to build very very good um, uh, firewall, let's say, but uh, definitely uh, while technology is developing in, and quantum technologies and computing just, uh, you know, uh, in, in a few years' time, this uh, reality will change again and we have to be ready to uh, adopt with, uh, with new uh, challenges. I see. And for the benefit of the listeners, you might wish to explain that Russia engaged in lots of provocations within Estonia. You know, um, they tried a couple of times, uh, uh, and last time perhaps most sort of vividly we 
we witnessed it during uh, 2007 so-called prone soldier uh, you know uh, situation where Estonian government we decided to remove one of the Soviet uh, monuments from a city center in, uh, in Tallinn to the cemetery and that was used to uh, to call up sort of uh, riots uh, against the government. It lasted only a couple of days, and 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 uh, of course, Estonian police and and law enforcement was very effective, and it was all kind of you know uh, managed well. And actually, when we talk about disinformation and 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 Russians trying to somehow meddle into our political or social life. I tell you, uh, Estonia is much better off uh, together with our Baltic nations because we understand Russia perhaps better than some Western European nations. Uh, we have the uh, experience being occupied, being uh, living under this occupation. Myself, I was born in 1969, so it's I. Uh, went through the school time during the occupation, and it wasn't nice a nice time. But 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 anyway, it's it's uh, it's it, as I said earlier as well. It's sort of part of DNA for us to to understand uh, what might come from Russia and what are their what is their intent. But uh, Perhaps more complicated is uh, this uh, in in uh, other uh, nations in Europe in in the Northern, Amer uh, Northern America. We have seen how Russia, with their secret services, using social media platforms, actively uh, uh, meddling into the political life of uh, countries, open societies, and we try to uh, fight for hearts and minds. Uh, prior to elections or referendums, like we have seen during Brexit referendum, to Catalonia referendum, of course, World Women's uh, story about the U.S. elections in 2016. And these are very serious uh, attempts to, uh, uh, you know, make an impact uh, in, in one and another country to, f to try to sort of either to deepen division lines within, within society, like uh, to use COVID crisis. They used COVID crisis in that uh, uh, way as well. And, and, and this is why, uh, you know, Estonia experienced our sort of through the histor history, we, we have this historical experience, what we should do as European partners, we have to share the knowledge uh, and and also um, uh, to to uh, uh, you know set the toolbox ready to uh, fight against uh, disinformation against hybrid you know uh, threats. Uh, what uh, Russia and perhaps also other adversaries could could uh, use against our open societies. And finally, Marco, what threats do you see Ireland and Europe facing in the years and decades ahead? We've spoken 
there about Russia, but there's also the emergence of China as a truly global and dominant superpower. And there are indeed other countries like Iran that pose a threat to European security as well. What what do you see as the major issues that we will face? I guess the major question for both for Ireland and for Estonia as a small democratic nations uh, are uh, is uh, the world order that this liberal world order which was established mainly after World War II and was led by um, Western nations and democratic nations uh, by and large today uh, this world order is challenged uh, by a number of uh, very um, powerful authoritarian nations or or countries. Uh, you mentioned China, uh, Iran, the number of others, but of course uh, Russia, uh, which is uh, most direct and immediate threat to the European security architecture and also the world order. Uh, they are not fighting right now in Ukraine only against Ukraine, against uh, Ukrainian statehood. Uh, they would like to introduce uh, the right of might uh, or might over a right that to uh, mm, change borders uh, in Europe uh, and to uh, uh, argue that uh, only you know might is, is is right today, and this is something what we have to be very uh, clear that uh, perhaps not only for upcoming months but upcoming years and maybe even decades, uh, democratic nations together in Europe uh, we have to stick together, we have to work together in order to um, uh, manage those growing challenges uh, from authoritarian uh, power centers. And and in this regard, when you mention China, oh, but also Russia, we have to strengthen cooperation, security defense, uh, cooperation within Europe, but also across the pond uh, with uh, the United States and, the, and the Canada as well. And for instance, when we're talking about China, then it would be extremely important to safeguard our uh, standards uh, in uh, technology. AI, you know, is just uh, another huge topic, uh, artificial intelligence, uh, where Western nations must be able to set standards uh, if we don't want to really uh, be uh, influenced badly by uh, by China, for instance. So it's it demands... Uh, a new level of cooperation and uh, I am very optimistic that we don't just have a, any other alternative rather than to stick together. Do you think there's a recognition of this problem across the European Union? I Like in Ireland there is very re- little understanding of defence and security issues. It's very primitive or to, to put it mildly. Do you think there is a great understanding of these very complex issue which the European Union will face in the decades ahead? I think we are only at the beginning of a, of a new journey, let's say, because definitely it's, uh, if you are here in an island, uh, the world looks a bit different uh, and those challenges are, are a bit different than in, in my country, in Estonia. Uh, but uh, as I said, we are 
democratic nations, we very much benefited uh, both uh, from being members of uh, the European Union and uh, we uh, very much uh, also understand how important these personal freedom and uh, democratic culture uh, and 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 this is under a growing uh, attack by by those who don't think that uh, Europe or a democratic world uh, should be in I'm not saying in leading positions in the world politics, but uh, it's really tough and challenging times. And and, and I my knowledge uh, from many encounters with uh, my colleagues across Europe. Uh, tells me that uh, uh, yeah it's it, this discussion is getting more sophisticated uh, uh, for instance understanding of real threats in the cyberspace is completely different today than it w- used to be even a few years ago um, and uh, and also um, we should not uh, forget that uh, unfortunately even a threat like conventional of warfare like uh, we see um, in Ukraine right now, it's not gone. So we have to invest into defense uh, uh, and uh, share also uh, this with, uh, with partners and allies because uh, it's what is the best uh, for us to, to stand strong internationally. Uh, then if our foreign policy, our international policy is packed with, with also readiness to, to act uh, in, uh, in, in the name of defense of our own values. So this is where we're heading and I am optimistic that we find a lot of uh, ways how to cooperate also bilaterally between Estonia and Ireland. Marco, I'd like to thank you for joining me today and thank you, listener. I do hope you will join me again soon for another interesting discussion on the security threats facing Ireland, Europe and the world.